You're listening to 66.6 FM, Radio TOVH, The Flush. Well, hey there, everybody. It's me, Joe Thrashenkill. You're listening to another thrilling episode of The Toilet of Hell Radio Show. Joined today by the good and golden boy, the internet sweetheart. You know him. You love him. He's 365 Days of Horror, or as I like to call him, Jordan. Jordan, how are you? I'm good. I am counting down the days until my winter break. How are you? You get a winter break? What the fuck? I do. Well, I also don't work at a place where people are constantly in need of medical help. My job actually stops for a little while. Damn. I have to work Christmas Eve and Christmas this year. So so, so, so you get to like remove Christmas cookies from people's eyes that have gotten into fights and uh, stockings getting stuffed or they shouldn't get stuffed. I uh, had a woman, <clears throat> I sometimes pause here because I wonder how much I can say without like actually getting into trouble. <laughs> let's just You're not say breaking th- any uh, HIPAA violations. There's no OSHA. You're okay. Let's just say theoretically, there was a mm. patient that came into somebody's hospital, not necessarily my own, uh, on Thanksgiving uh, this year uh, because they got drunk, gotten into an argument with a family member and got stabbed. <laughs> mm. Sounds about right. I mean, isn't that most of the holiday related uh, hospital emergency room visits are like drunk related or like yep. family fight related? Yeah. Yeah. There are lots of drunks. I mean, honestly, the drunks come in 24 seven. It doesn't take any kind of, uh, you know, special holiday for that. Lots of ODs. Again, that can happen any day, any time. Uh, but the the familial violence, that's special to the holidays, I think. The holidays uh, and Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> folks, I uh, I don't know what to tell you. Maybe don't fucking stab your mouthy cousin or whatever. Just let him let him be drunk and loud. They'll sleep it off. It's fine. And like, again, you don't have to be there. You don't have to go to these family things. You could just say you don't want to or just never respond to the group text or you show up and you leave an hour in. You don't have to deal with any of this. Hit the fucking bricks. It's fine. Nobody cares. It'll be OK. Anyway, um, looking forward to working those days. Um, I, uh, <clears throat> I I'm going <laughs> to I think my wife is going to go visit her family like on Christmas Eve and Christmas. So I'm literally going to come home those days and probably like heat up frozen food and just live the saddest, yeah. saddest existence known to man <laughs> no those are the best ones you get to microwave your stofers uh, mac and cheese you as soon as you walk through the door you drop your pants to your ankles and do a little penguin walk and uh you put on some violent movie and you, you live your best life yeah we'll see we'll see how sad i can possibly make uh this christmas here um, it's, it's not like you're going to be a, a QAnon parent whose family has disowned them and you're taking a picture of your peanut butter sandwich and <laughs> posting it on Reddit. Oh, my God. I was living for those when that guy was collecting them online last year. So good. People would have like completely alienated themselves from their entire family, showing how sad like their cigarette and like uh, hungry man dinner was, but saying, you know, it's worth it because my third eye is open and theirs is shut closed. I, I I was loving that shit. The storm um, is coming as I'm eating my banquet chicken nuggies. Did the did the storm ever come? Did we did we ever find out about that? 
still waiting on it any day now. Uh, was it the reincarnation of John F. Kennedy is still showing up to his, his assassination spot every year and women in their 50s are fawning all over him? That guy fucking rules. A man that's clearly like a 60-something Jewish man just <laughs> clearing up all of the middle-aged pussy in town. <laughs> We should we should get in on that. We should uh, we should try to be the the reincarnation of like um, like what about RFK? Like nobody's really doing much with him, right? Or um, William Henry Harrison? No one's doing anything with that. Um, yeah, man. Like McKinley, like McKinley, McK- <laughs> Chester McKin- A. Arthur. Yeah, McKinley was an inside job. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I think he was killed by an anarchist. <laughs> oh, the one good thing we did. <laughs> uh anyway the the point of this episode is to uh share some of our favorite tracks that we found throughout this fiscal year 2023 uh we've done this show exactly for how many years now six or seven uh it's it's time to you know do the thing that we talk about all the time which is to say actually care about music <laughs> Yeah, people will ask us, why don't you ever talk about the music you like? It's because it's boring. It's fucking it's, boring. It's it's so much harder to explain why you like something versus why something is bad. It's so easy to be like, look at this guy. Look at her. Do you hear this? Do you read what they're saying? Versus, I don't know, it sounds good to me. I thrive in negativity. I don't know what to tell you, man. That's just, that's who I am. I'm a born hater. Uh, you're, but... you're sitting in a bathtub ladling it over yourself. <laughs> uh, that's my shit. So I feel a little, a little bit naked when we come and it comes to these episodes of like, ooh, how about this thing that you enjoy listening to? Nobody wants to fucking hear that. But, you know, we do it. How about year. this thing you've never heard of? Well, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe folks will be familiar with one or two of the things here, but I doubt it. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, do you want to start things off? Do you want to play a track that you like? Sure. And uh, it, it's never my intention to like pick things people don't know or like don't like. It's not like, well, I gotta, I can't possibly play the thing that people know. It's just that's how it always happens. Sure. And um, you know, just my art, our tastes are like somewhat similar, but you know, pretty different. Right. I like my sad boy stuff, and you like your phony black metal, and your yeah slam and never the two shall meet but on this show they do <laughs> um so for my first song it is from a band named wazara w-a-z-z-a-r-a i, I and i want to pause here because i love that name so much that's like a total crusty the clown word <laughs> <laughs> walla walla cucamonga wazara that's it exactly and uh yeah, and this band, um, we get, I know I've said it before, we get lots and lots of promos every day, every week. A lot of it does not appeal to me, like just based on the description or for fans of. So I just ship it off to our other poor writers who probably end up deleting it without listening to it. I, w- I want to actually give a, out there. give a small piece of advice for somebody if they're sending a promo to us. And this is based solely on my habits for listening to a promo if the first thing i hear when i click play on your promo is the same riff repeated four times in a row i'm immediately putting it in the trash i don't fucking care <laughs> it's See, uh, I don't, uh, go ahead uh, it's just you got 
so little time to try to stand out from everybody else. And your riff is not that good to repeat it four times. I promise you, it's just not. See, I don't even get to the riffs most of the time because I'm reading the emails and I'm seeing the descriptions and just uh, the band names and members and where they're from. And there's so many things that make me not want to listen to it. Mm -hmm. Or on occasion, there's so many red flags. Oh, yeah. Like, ooh, they sound like Marduk and Taki. Wow, I can't wait to listen to this. Yeah, I love Um, singing about my national heritage, which... Which nation would that be? Uh... <laughs> or I'll be like, huh, some of this doesn't feel right. Like you have that gut feeling where they're like, maybe not saying they're singing about Northern Heritage, but they're, they're getting close to it. Or the pictures are looking like you think how this band would look. So you go to Metal Archives and you look them up, you click on members and you look at their other bands that they've been in. And sure enough, it is the bad stuff. But um, in the case of Wazara, reading their uh, email blast that we got, it was like a lot of the bands recommended or for fans of was uh, similar to what I like. You know, your Swallow the Suns and Catatonias. Okay, interesting. I'll give it a shot. And like the first time I listened to, it's just an EP that they did, uh, Ombrian. And uh, listening to it was like, oh, this isn't bad. I'm going to come back to it. So it wasn't a delete. It wasn't a download immediately. It was like, I'm going to save this in my inbox and I'm going to come back to it so I could listen to it again. Time went on, listen to it, keep it in there, not do anything. And eventually stuff expired. So I went into Spotify and searched for the band and kept it in like my search history. I didn't get rid of it because I'm like, I know I want to come back to this band. I want to give it the right time. And it stayed in my search history for like the entire year just so I can like make sure I would come back and listen to absorb it and to go about it more and more. And within the past maybe three months, I've like really listened to it and appreciate it and finally got another promo from their distribution, from their PR. And like, okay, I'm downloading it so I can actually have it with me. So over the past couple of months, really listened to it more and more. And it's really grown for me as uh, something that I enjoy listening to. And uh, as a little preview of my top 10 albums for the year, this is my number one album. Uh, I think it's helped by it only being three songs. So there's yep. not a lot of waste. There's not 12 songs you have to get through. It's not an hour and 15 minutes. It's three tracks. It's under 20 minutes. One of the tracks, the first one is a cover of a Swiss folk song from the 1700s, which is pretty cool because they sing it uh, in like a German dialect. It sounds neat. But uh, the song that I'm going with is the second song in the EP, uh, Vision or Vision. Um, the band is Swiss, like post-doom, black gaze, a little bit of folk metal thrown in there, but like not the hurdy-gurdy accordion mm. type. It's not like Corp Lacani where we're being goofy and singing about drinking vodka. It's more of the, you know, I am a sad person that lives in the country. And with this song, I could just read their description from it. Uh, Vision opens the space for the thematization of suppressed femininity which was already an important aspect of the predecessor album cycles. The song tells of an archaic vision in which the dreamer foresees the change from the former praise to the increasing destruction and suppression of all female attributed elements. Now, I'm not going to pretend I know 
what all of that means or uh, connect with it in that same way. But I think it sounds very good. I absolutely love the vocalist Barbara Browen's voice throughout this. It's very ethereal. Um, it goes from soft to very heavy, like black metal to like back to what they're doing. Um, I just find it really nice. I think it sounds nice. I find it kind of one of those beautiful in a sad way types of songs where listening to it makes me want to like march into a swamp. Uh, I don't know if you remember um, Artax from Neverending Story. Oh, God. Where the, the horse sinks into the swamp of sadness. That's what this song reminds me of. You just, it's dark, it's gray, it's gloomy, and you're walking and trudging, and the water is up to your ankles, and then your knees, and then your waist, and you can't get out. It is too much, and you just sink and sink and sink. Well, let's so give enjoy this, this song. Yeah, let's give this a listen here.
Jordan, I'm a simple man. I don't really have two brain cells to rub together, uh, but I can tell you I do like this song primarily because the guitar work is very good and I love the solo. Um, again, I'm not capable of engaging with music on a greater level than that, unfortunately. <laughs> no emotions, no feelings, just bang, bang, burr, burr, burr guitar noises. I know it's I I am such a stupid man because primarily what I listen to in music is the guitar. Um, and I think that's, you know, uh, I, I poisoned my brain very young uh, just by obsessing over guitars and such. But the guitars here. Very good. <laughs> a good band that people should know more of. And this is a self-released EP. They're not even on a label. Oh, yeah. And uh, if you want to get in on some shit, I mean, there's only like, what, 10, 10 buyers on this on Bandcamp. So you can get in the know before anybody else knows. And like instead of Napalm Records, probably signing that Frost Kings or oh, Kings fuck. nonsense we talked about, that's AI and just made to make money for a guy from Van Canto. How about this? How does this not fit in with some of the bands that are already on Napalm? I would... 10 times rather than listen to this than most of the bands on napalm for what it's worth right um yeah man i don't know fuck they're fucking up over there that's what they're doing uh let's let's move on a little bit uh i'll i'll play us a track here uh to get us maybe a little bit more grooving if that's okay yeah you, um, gotta, you gotta mix it up it can't all be sad boy stuff uh i had um I think mentioned this band previously on uh, the show. Uh, we've probably already listened to the band on the show, to be fair. Um, can't can't quite remember now. Dead Heat. Do you remember these guys? Yes, we've talked about them, and I believe you played one of their tracks not that long ago. Uh, yeah, this is, I don't know, hardcore crossover. Uh, they put out uh, an EP this year on uh tank crimes uh who we know and love of course um and it rules like it's a short ep that is really really good um it hits all of the little scritches that i miss from power trip specifically um and this is a song uh that basically uh hits on all the the essential topics that are necessary in hardcore like uh an unnamed person being a fake. <laughs> That's like day one type stuff. Exactly. Uh, I I don't know, man. This this song in particular, like I just really love how it kind of progresses. It begins with that cool, like uh, I don't even know what percussion instrument that is, like the little fucking spinny thing at the very beginning. Uh, and it just. It's hard. It's a super hard track. Uh, it's it talks all the right shit. It makes me feel like a big tough guy. It makes me want to punch somebody, uh, and that's really kind of what I'm looking for in music here nowadays. Um, so yeah, let's uh, let's listen to uh, "Eyes of the Real" by Dead Heat.
All right. What do you, what do you, what do you think about that? It's a fun track. I know you said hardcore, but I, I see them more as like a, th- I mean, you said crossover, but I, I feel like they're a thrash band, maybe like stuck in a hardcore body. It kind of, it kind of fits all of these little pieces. Uh, it, it, it's, it's tough to say exactly where it is. Is it more hardcore? Is it more thrash? It's somewhere in the juicy middle. And it really, uh, it really does it for me. Like for a lot of recent hardcore bands that have come out that have like gained some popularity, I feel like they've been like very generic, very basic type of hardcore. Yes. Like, like gel, those types of bands, all of the one word bands, to be honest with you. Yeah. And like all the ones that are playing the hardcore festivals that people are talking about. And I listen to them and go like, Oh no, how is this any different from the generic stuff that was popular 10 years ago or 20 years ago? And the answer is it's not, it's just everything comes back around, especially for hardcore. But with dead heat, I feel like there's more to them. There's more of that metallic edge. There's, there's more going on than just, you know, your idiot hardcore stuff. Um, I definitely get visions of like flat brims, you know, the flipped up suicidal yep. tendencies type stuff with their music. So I think the one thing that, th- that throws me off a little bit is like not uh, like the vocals aren't necessarily in sync with everything. Mm-hmm. So it's just a timing issue with me. With with this band in particular, I, I, I think that it's interesting you mentioned like the flipped up brim thing, because the guitar tone that they use for solos in particular is exactly like what Suicidal Tendency used back in the day. And it's so sick. I love that shit so much. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I definitely get what you're saying there. Um, these guys are up and coming. They've been together for a few years now. They put out a few releases, but like they're going to be opening up the tour with like Necrot and Municipal Waste across the country. Uh, this, uh, in I think February and March of this upcoming year, I'm definitely going to go check that out. Uh, you should do the same. Uh, yeah, I think a good time will be had by all. I hope that, uh, I hope that these guys are able to do big things going forward from here. Yeah, playing with municipal waste is like the perfect fit for them. Absolutely. I don't know if you saw, um, but uh, the uh, sorry, Fugitive, which would be uh, Blake Ibanez of uh, Power Trip, um, played a show the other night where all of the former members of Power Trip were joined on stage with the vocalists from Scourge taking over vocals. So basically, they did uh, an impromptu like uh, Power Trip set uh, in Austin the other night. So. I don't know. I could definitely see Dead Heat playing with, you know, the reformed uh, power trip you know, whenever they eventually do something, because they're definitely going to tour, I, I would hope. Do you think that's what the lineup's going to be with this vocalist from Scourge, or you think they're going to try to find someone new or maybe do what like Black Dahlia Murder did and have someone in the band move over to vocals? I think the guy from Scourge would make sense. Uh, I'd I'd seen them a couple of times in and around uh, Austin, uh, so they're they're local for those those other guys, and it, they really do fill a similar niche. I think it could work. I mean, nobody's ever really going to replace Riley. That's a singular figure, but you know, in terms of like getting the job done, I think that'll do it. Do you think should that be the case? Uh, will people beyond like the initial? They're back. They're playing live shows. Do you think people will be into it as much? Or is it like without Riley, you're just never going to have that spark again? I don't think they're ever going to recapture the same spark, to be honest with you. Um, They were on, 
you know, they were like a rising comet there. And it's just that momentum is never, they're never going to be able to recapture that momentum. I think that they can make a decent career for themselves. I, I'm certainly interested to see what they want to do. I'll go see them when they play live, but it's, it's just never going to be the same, unfortunately. So I, again, I, I support it, whatever they want to do. I'm back at 100%, but you know, I'm a lifer. Other people might not be. <laughs> I don't know if you saw this. It was just came out like earlier today that something may be happening with the Dillinger escape plan and their older vocalist, Dimitri. Uh, you mean the, the best vocalist that they had? Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I, d- I didn't say Mike Patton. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a calculating, uh, infinity supremacist. <laughs> <laughs> So it's not quite I called it, but we're getting there. We're getting close to I called it of them getting back together. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm looking forward to that. I want to I want to see and hear that. That's 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 mm-hmm. imp- that's important to me. Um, and I'm sure it'll do well because people like that stuff. Hell yeah! All right, Jordan, play us another track. This track is going to be from my second most like album of the year. It is from a Portland, Oregon progressive melodic metal slash black metal whatever you want to call it band called Vintercy. I know we've played this song specifically months ago on one of the shows and um, I just really like it. It's another one of these bands similar to us saying Wazara. They're on M Theory Audio which isn't much of a label and listening to what they do how talented they are, what they're able to accomplish with their writing and their skills. Like, how is this not on a nuclear blast? How is this not on a century media? Because it fits in so well with them, especially where this style of music is maybe not, it's due for a revitalization. It's due for like a mellow death Gothenburg sound return because we haven't had that in a while. Um, it's probably easiest to compare them to like an arch enemy. Yeah. But arch enemy isn't as good as they used to be anymore. Yeah. I and... mean, that, that does definitely kind of uh, kneecap this a little bit because again, it's, it, it is better than the last many, many years of that. <laughs> and I think what like arch enemy has arch enemy has tried to do in the past couple of years is like move to clean vocals and mm-hmm. have choruses and it just doesn't work out. Like it's not great. Whereas with, this band, Vintersey, uh, their vocalist, Avian Lowe, has a great clean vocal styling, and they lean into it. They want to make catchy choruses. They want to make those memorable sing-along melodic parts, and it fits in well because it juxtaposes with like their last beats and her low gutturals. And it all just kind of works well together for me. It's uh, there's a lot of changes in what they do on the album, and particularly in this song, "Unveiling Light," that I think there's a little bit of something for everyone, and they tend like not to linger. It's not just a melodic death metal song. It's not just progressive metal. It's not just black metal. They fit all these pieces in to make like a pretty memorable, catchy, cohesive song. Let's give it a listen here. Let's let's see exactly what you're talking about.
Vinter C. Um, yeah, I mean, like, <clears throat> it seems like these guys are on the cusp of something. I feel like they do need, they need some kind of push to get them over the edge, and maybe it's M Audio is is not the right fit right here. Yeah, they need the funny hats or oh, weird jumpsuits or masks, and then people would be all over it. But I, you know, I think with what they do and how they do it, and like they're clearly talented. They can play their instruments. They could also write songs and have good instrumentation and, and finding out where things fit that I think that they should be a lot more well-known than they are. And hopefully with their next album, they get a little bit more attention. Um, and if not, like I want to have Avian like do guest vocals for one of my bands yeah. because underappreciated, great stuff, should be utilized a lot more from other bands. What if they lied and said that they weren't, in fact, from Portland, but were like from, you know, some Nordabu country that people would be all over? They could try it. I mean, uh, Avian moved from Malaysia, so they have hmm. that sort of difference compared to other bands that I don't know, I could try to lean into or something. But uh, yeah, maybe being from Portland is what's keeping them down. That's not the scene for this. Maybe they have to move to somewhere in sweden or oslo or something like that yeah i it's tough to say but i feel like the portland crowd this is not their shit maybe that's that's what's uh causing them the uh the difficulty getting uh larger attention here you gotta move to la like bands did in the <laughs> 80s move to la or san francisco for your specific sam I love the idea of these guys moving to like the sunset strip and like developing a coke habit to make this music <laughs> Yeah, it would probably be heroin, and I don't think heroin fits in well with this type of metal. No, I, I don't think so either. Um, hey, speaking of like moving to the Sunset Strip and taking lots of cocaine, uh, I have I have a track here for you. <laughs> Go on. Um, I don't want to. That was rude. I don't want to denigrate these guys, but when I listen to this band, that is exactly what I hear in my head. I hear gleaming white piles of cocaine like cool Lamborghinis with like tigers chained to them. Um, I imagine like 80s hard rock and heavy metal. Uh, this is a band called Crossed Hearts from Atlanta, Georgia, not from the Sunset Strip. But again, they should probably lie about that. They should just lie. It's fun. It's easy. It's okay. Uh, they put out an album earlier this year called Force Perspective. And aside from that fucked up record, this is probably the record I've listened to most this year. Uh, I don't think it's like a brilliant record or anything. This is not reinventing the wheel by any means. Uh, this is uh, hard rocking, old school pop heavy metal uh, led by an extremely talented vocalist, uh, one Carly Jackson. Uh, and this shake just does it for me, man. Uh, I think the whole record's pretty good. Lots of super catchy songs on here. Uh, but I wanted to highlight one uh, that's maybe a little bit more laid back than some of the more up-tempo tracks on here. This is a song called Ruminating. Uh, did you get a chance to listen to this one? This is the first time I've even heard of the band, and I really dug this song. I think it's it reminds me of something from the 80s that I can't quite put my finger on. Like I'm sure I've heard something like this. But maybe it's one of those uh, Mandela effects where I think <laughs> I've heard it before and it doesn't really exist. But uh, like you were saying, it is 
it rem- it makes me want to like buy a leather jacket and like put on leather gloves and have cool <laughs> sunglasses and and lean on a, a Corvette and just be like a cool guy. Um, it's nice. It sounds good. I feel like uh, there's a couple of bands sort of doing this thing where it's like old heavy metal slash hard rock that's not trad metal. Like mm-hmm. they're not holding swords on stage or being kind of goofy about it and you know sometimes turns me off to like what they're doing because it's taking away from the music and trying to have like an image that's silly um they remind me a little bit a little bit about like uh blood star who had an album out this year kind of similar styling and i like that like i like this old heavy metal sound where it should be coming out of like a warped cassette like there's just that like that warmth that pop that you get from some of the older stuff like this could easily fit in with stuff from 1986 so i i'm all for that like i like that that's a nice way to go back and have that sound without like being full of cliches right this particular track it really reminds me of like uh shot in the dark aussie like um that's that's the exact vibe that I get from this, which I fucking love. Uh, I will say um, this this is a band that like clearly has some songwriting chops, like they're writing really catchy shit. Um, my one critique here is that the guitars are a little bit way too upfront, a little bit too, I think, fast on the mark for this particular mm-hmm. track. But I like what's going on here so much. I completely overlook that. Um Let's just give it a listen here. This is Ruminating by Crossed Hearts.
again, uh, that really Jimmy's my jam. Uh, I like this band. Really looking forward to seeing what else they come up with in the future because I think these guys could go somewhere. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what do you have to uh, to close out your rock block, Jordan? So my final song of the year, uh, different from my other usual stuff, uh, is I'll say. And that's that's part of the reason why I want to do it. Like I probably could have done something from like Dawn of Ouroboros or like Majesties, sort of the more like melodic death metal sort of thing or sadder stuff. But wanted to mix it up with this uh, based largely in part thanks to the band's name, because I love this band name. It is the <laughs> perfect band name. Industrial Puke. Pretty good. That's a pretty good band name. And you you know exactly what you're getting with a band name like that. Like puke is a good word. It is an underutilized word, especially in metal. Um, and you can't really go wrong with nuclear, atomic, industrial. It all fits. It's very good. Absolutely. Um, they put out an album in May of this year, Born Into the Twisting Rope. Uh, it, when people listen to the song, the song I chose is Hell Is In Hello. You may recognize the vocals because it is... Linus from the band Burst, who has a very, very distinctive voice. Um, And it it very much cuts through everything else and and sticks out loudly. Um, This is a political, on the left, progressive, whatever you want to call it, band, um, which I feel has been ignored this year, where people, particularly on like Twitter, will lap up any sort of black metal band camp band that says the right buzzwords, even though it really fucking sucks. <laughs> it's very bad music, but people will just be like, Oh, well, they said this. So I have to buy it. Whereas like this band is all about the same things and talks the talk and walks the walk and sounds good. And just for whatever reason, hasn't gotten a lot of attention. I think and they put honestly, it out there. My explanation for that might be is that this the particular sound that they have, like the HM2, like DB thing is just maybe out of vogue. Could be the case there. I mean, don't people, when they do their reviews, specifically say this is an HM2 band? Yeah, but this Isn't is more, thing there? I guess, more traditional to like the anarcho, like 90s stuff than like uh, the entombed with breakdown stuff that's been going on for 10 years now. <laughs> yeah. Th- this is more for fans of like drop dead yeah. integrity, that sort of thing. Um, which I mean, people love those bands. Why not a new band? I love those bands. So for, for hell is in hello, it says on YouTube and people should watch this video. Cause it's a pretty good video. The lyrics for hell is in hello delve into somebody feeling out of touch and humanity while at the same time being acutely aware of sharing all of its ugliest traits. The video was written and directed by Industrial Puke in collaboration with Matthias Kulari at Glory Photography in the spring of 2023. It expresses humanity as a cult reaching its inevitable end under an authoritarian leader. The group agrees initially out of fear, but eventually willingly to revel in a joint demise until it finally disappears altogether. And here are the lyrics. There's a heavy stone placed on my chest. I try not to flinch as I lose my breath. Living off of death, feeding on hunger and unrest, rampant herd mentality, rancid hands hold each other as the drone stampede. The knowledge of being possessed on my shoulders, I claw at salvation, but I soon keel over. 
I see the face of my executioner, and it belongs to all of you, living off of death, feeding on hunger and unrest. Goddamn, that's heavy stuff. Pretty good. Pretty good stuff. Let's give it a listen here. is in hello by industrial puke pretty good stuff that song makes me want to like stage dive but not just a regular dive like it makes me want to cannonball into a bunch of people <laughs> feet first <laughs> uh i dig that that's good stuff let's uh let's close this one out if it's okay with you with some uh hipster bullshit that everybody hates <sighs> if we must um, this is a band, uh, Kit turned me onto them last year when they put out their demo, the, uh, or sorry, the circle chant EP, I think is what it was called, uh, agriculture, uh, which I can hear groaning already. Um, it's, a it's a band of, uh, LA noise guys that decided to make black metal. So it is false, extremely false, not even a little bit true. Uh, and that's, that's what I like. I don't <laughs> look. You all know me. You just had a you just had a song about like people shouldn't be phonies and that yeah. just like hell yeah, being a phony rules. I, I black metal is awful. So it should be, you know, 
reappropriated by people that want nothing to do with the core tenets of its philosophies. You all know me. I like my beer cold, my music loud, and my black metal false. That's that's how I feel about it. Um, so this is as bad a false as gets. Um, this track in particular, I'm picking here. Look, part one from the debut LP Agriculture by Agriculture uh, is again the kind of black gaze thing that you've come to expect from, say, your moles, your deaf heavens, etc. Uh, but with an added wrinkle that makes me go, hell yeah, brother, uh, which is just in the middle of the track, everything stops to have a burst of twisted saxophones. <laughs> and for me, that's just like, God, I just want to kick through a wall right there. I'm like, woo. <laughs> do, you, do you know if they play live? Uh, I don't know if they play live or not. I think they, sh- I mean, I know that they've gotten a lot of attention lately, so hopefully mm-hmm. they will soon. Because I'm just thinking, you know, uh, is it their album cover where someone's in a cloak in the ocean or yes. is it like the promo photos? Yeah. So uh, guys in their cloaks playing on stage and you have a saxophonist, but it's the guy from the lost boys <laughs> like swiveling and being sexy and all that, but like also wearing a cloak, but the cloak is open so you can still see him being hot. Yeah. You, well, you, you got to see him glistening. So maybe just uh, right. Cutting out the arms of his cloak. <laughs> <laughs> Glistening in the light from the candelabras on stage. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a lot of, uh, you know, people that are, are, are really not into this band, and that's fair. I totally get it, but I like it. Uh, I It's gotten a lot of attention. I think that that's fine. I think it's fine when a band like this gets attention because I dig it. Uh, I think it sounds good to me. I like what they're doing. I like the vibes. Uh, and I hate black metal so there we go here we go this is uh fucking look part one by agriculture
That's it. We got music. We made people listen to music. How do you feel about that? We did our one year or once a year thing and uh, we can go back to being haters. There you go. This is what we like. We're sorry. Yeah. What's our next episode? Our next episode is pretty much the opposite of this in which we will be listening to the top metal songs according to YouTube. I love this episode every single year because I get to be my true self, which is to see a hateful bitch. (laughs) Do you want to make predictions now? We haven't looked at any of the numbers yet. So do you want to take a guess at what bands are going to be on there? Is it Bad Omens? Or oh, I'm sure Bad Omens is going to be on there. Yeah. Uh, who else do you think? Um, we're probably going to get some other metalcore band we've never heard of that got famous doing a cover. Probably lots of um, that. Probably lots of that. Uh, I imagine lots of Taylor maybe, Swift covers. Yeah. Maybe another song from like The Who for some reason. Oh, for, yeah, for yeah. For some yeah. reason, 10 million people listen to it a year. Uh. Ronnie Radke, I'm sure some of his songs are going to be on there because there's no justice in this world. Well, I think we should make it to be a surprise, though. It's going to be a surprise for all of us when we uncover this on next week's episode. In the meantime, if you want more, go over to our Patreon. Give us some money. You get like 100 extra bonus episodes, uh, and they're good. Uh, Mostly. Mostly pretty good. Uh, The most most recent episode, patreon.com slash total of hell, we listen to more bad Christmas songs. Pretty good. Pretty good episode. Um, all right. We probably got to get it out here. What else? What else we need to tell them? Holiday show coming up. If you want to send us gifts, send us an email, totalhellradio at gmail.com or totalhell at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Blue Sky, Instagram. Uh, we got shirts and stickers coming out very soon. The pre-order is going to be coming up in just a few days. Look forward to all that, and we'll see you next time. Bye. You're listening to 66.6 FM, Radio Radio TOVH, The Flush.